0: Hello and welcome to Unbelievable, I'm Katie. And I'm Emma. And each week we're going to dissect our favourite chat mag articles. So me and Katie are sisters and we love a chat mag, so this is the perfect chance to look through everything and share the ridiculous articles of the world. So sit back with your cup of tea or your glass of Prosecco and enjoy some of Britain's finest chat mag articles. So, have you heard of Faction? Do you know what that is? No. So it's the ability to smell spirit with a capital S. <laughs> <laughs> Not spirits, just the spirit. spirit. <laughs> uh, some people with the gift of Clyrofaction can smell death. So today, Emma, I'm bringing you the horrible experience of Laura Dickin. Oh, Laura Dixon. Sorry, 27 from Kent, who says. I'm followed around by a horrible pong of fish. <laughs> For God's sake. Uh, I knew it was going to be ridiculous when you said that she could smell death. I mean, every- <laughs> what? So, sh- this poor woman is followed around by the, the horrible pong of fish, and she's convinced <laughs> it's because of bad spirits. Um, yeah. <laughs> she showered recently. <laughs> the title of this article is no place <laughs> the fish like home so would you like me to read this God. article for you see why she stinks a fish since i was little i've been able to pick up on the presence of spirits i can sense when something is in the room with me i was never scared or afraid in fact i've always enjoyed my psychic gift as i got older my spiritual senses just grew stronger one afternoon when i was 10 i was running up the stairs to my room when i stopped suddenly and smelt the air Yuck, I said, gagging. <laughs> what's that? Ho- what's that horrible smell? It was fish. <laughs> there, oh, was no <laughs> there was no <laughs> mistake. There was no mistaking that distinctive whiff. It smelt disgusting oh, as if it had God. been rotting away for a good few days. <laughs> I turned round and ran back downstairs. Mum, are you cooking <laughs> fish? I asked. <laughs> what? the rotting flesh of fish and you're like mm, what's for dinner mum looked at me blankly no love why <laughs> she replied puzzled I went back upstairs the smell had gone how peculiar I thought nothing more of it until mum sat me down later and then we've got a new like subtitle that just says rotten haddock <laughs> Laura, love, I've got some Sticky bad news, it. she said before explaining that a relative had been admitted to hospital after suffering a stroke. Some- <laughs> oh, oh, wait, hang on. So, going to imply that the two go hand in hand. <laughs> Here we go, Emma. Have you got a psychic gift? Right. Because for some reason, <laughs> my mind jumped to the fishy stink I'd smelled earlier. <laughs> oh, God. You hear that your relative's died and you think of the fishy stench that was in <laughs> the house. I had a hunch the two (laughs) incidents were connected. But why would they be? Yes, Laura, why would they be? Why (laughs) would they be? (laughs) That's where the article should end. (laughs) Like, that should just be the (laughs) end. Why would they be? (laughs) Over the years, my instinct was proved right. I regularly got a blast of a fishy smell. (laughs) And every time, bad news followed. Usually it was something that had happened to my nearest and dearest. I got used to the smelly warnings. They helped prepare me. Recently, I caught a whiff of rotten haddock. <laughs> <laughs> when my ri- my phone rang a few minutes later, I... <laughs> this just makes no sense. I braced myself for something bad. I've broken up with my boyfriend, my friend Jenny sobbed. I knew it, I sighed. <laughs> no you didn't what? <laughs> what how she said i told her all about the stinky omen and the bad news that always followed you're bonkers she giggled sorry if you <laughs> out with your boyfriend and you call your friend and she's like yeah i knew that was gonna happen i actually smelled some fish a minute ago <laughs> you wouldn't reply <laughs> going. you're bonkers, bonkers. It sounds like that <laughs> This sounds like anger songs were perfect snogging. <laughs> you're absolutely crazy bonkers, girl. So she, she giggled, you're bonkers. And then we've got a new subheading: <laughs> spirit presence. Because also, a breakup, oh, fair God enough sense. if you think that's a bad omen, it's, but the whole yeah. point of this article is that it's a spirit. <laughs> it's death. Yeah, that you can't just <laughs> pair it with any bad thing that's happened to anyone you know. Because you want to <laughs> smelt fish. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, like, if your mate breaks up with a boyfriend, you're, like, sad for your mate. But I wouldn't really class that as bad news for you personally. Yeah, why would she get the omen? A few of my other mates think I'm crazy too and don't understand. No, no one understands. Thankfully, my boyfriend, Brad Smith, oh, we got a surname as well, is supportive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why okay, was... Can I just hop in here that all the, all the articles I've read, they refer to their partners with their full name. And so that means <laughs> Get a name check. <laughs> their claim to fame. So br- thankfully, Brad Smith is very supportive. <laughs> <laughs> You've got an amazing gift. The fishy Aww. pong isn't the only strange thing, though. A keen amateur photographer, I often... <laughs> oh, that's not the story. <laughs> oh Yeah, I don't know if that's the end of <laughs> That was just the introduction to the character. <laughs> she just smells fish every now and then. A keen amateur photographer, I often visit old buildings to take pics. I noticed many of my snaps were covered in light orbs, which are believed to indicate a spirit presence. It makes sense, I told Brad. I often sense spirits around. Mm. In fact, I think the perpetrator of the fishy pong is a ghost. (laughs) I don't know why (laughs) the spectre follows me around. Maybe it's a long dead relative. One day I'll find out. In the meantime, I'm pursuing an alternative career as a ghost hunter and spirit photographer. (laughs) (laughs) Then, okay, we've got... That's like the main fish the fish element of the story. Yeah, yeah. We now have another section to Laura's life just called Demon Skull. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Last January I was taking I pics <laughs> of St. Peter Demon Skull. I was taking pics of St. Peter. <laughs> Peter and St. Paul Church in Borden when I saw a spooky figure in a window. That looks like a monk, I told mum when I showed her the photo. <laughs> They've got, like, the photo in here. I don't even know what I'm looking at, just, like, a piece of rock. <laughs> okay, it looks like a mouldy wall, so I'm not sure. I discovered the church was founded by monks hundreds of years ago. Had I caught one of these long-dead priests on camera? I also found... It was a monk a second ago. <laughs> I also found... A... <laughs> I also found the photo... <laughs> Of what looks like a demonic skull (laughs) in one of the other shots. Brad suggested sending the photos to the local paper. Other people should see these too, he said. Wait, wait, wait. He said send it to the local paper and she chose Chatton's face. (laughs) He wouldn't (laughs) ever. It's a local news source. Brad Smith is very supportive. He's dreaming big for Laura. (laughs) I love Brad Smith. He's really nice. Yeah, we all need a Brad. I was interested in any info I might get off I uh, get about the images so I sent them off and the paper ran the story the photos caused controversy some people thought the images were a trick of the light others believed that I'd captured spirits on camera no one thought that Laura it's all made me even more <laughs> determined to take shots of ghosts, so I continue to snap away at old buildings. So that was the end of the story, but we've got a lovely little conclusion here titled, I Feel Blessed. The piscine pong still haunts me, appearing <laughs> out of nowhere to warn me of something ominous, but I've learnt not to let it scare me. In fact, I find it quite Aww. comforting. After all, if I don't smell it, I've nothing to worry about. No, that, the <laughs> Wait. So, she, Wait. She's not scared of the smell. So you know everything's <laughs> fine. <laughs> but if you smell it and so it she's happy it. as long as she... Yeah. Also, that seems ridiculous because she first smelt it, was it, what, a couple of days before a relative died? Yeah. She had plenty of time to warn everyone if she smelled fish Pong. <laughs> She needs to surely tell everyone, oh, be safe. Don't worry, Emma, she feels blessed. Yeah, she's blessed. I feel blessed to have the power to sense bad things before they happen, even if it does come with a rotten stench in tow. You could say I've got a nose <laughs> for trouble, or perhaps a fairy cod mother. There you Wait, Wait. so... <laughs> I Dickson. thought she said that there was a long-lost relative looking after her. I thought that was her logic, not a fairy godmother. <laughs> no fairy cod, mother, please. <laughs> oh um, god! Oh god! <laughs> uh, they not pick up on that. That's the story of Laura Dixon and oh, that uh, fishy that's pong. Brilliant. That that's what I'm and calling this one. Fishy pong. Fishy pong. <laughs> yeah, Brad Smith was the hero of the story. So yeah, actually, he comes off best as me. He? he is supportive. Um, what what he's do you make of this? He's letting... He's letting his gal do what she needs to do. Even though she smells of rotten haddock. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, 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 only every now and then. She's too blessed to be stressed. So do you think that it was a ghost, Emma? Or what, what do you think about this? I think, I mean, the fact that her friend's breakup was part of the bad news, I think she's finding... She made it about her fishy smell somehow. What do you mean? Like, if you have some bad news and turn to a friend, you don't really want them to make <laughs> oh, it about yeah. your personal stench. <laughs> and her gift that she's never spoken about before. Like, maybe we're being harsh, but... I think she's finding any news, whether it's good or bad, to apply it to this fishy pong that she gets. Is it once a month? I mean, like, when, <laughs> when does she gets fishy pong? <laughs> I'm just more intrigued by the logic of... The the fact that she's comforted by the smell, but only comforted <laughs> by the lack of the smell, like by that very definition, you surely have a lot of anxiety about the smell. <laughs> no, but that's having no, a cup half full. She's got a real yeah, yeah. cup half full mentality yeah, about it. Yeah, she is. It's because she's got all this support off it's the now. absence of the smell. <laughs> so everyone else has an absence of smell all the time. She's convinced she's yeah, got this ridiculous. ability to smell spirit, claro, chlorophyll. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, God, I forgot about spirit with the capital. <laughs> but that, the very definition of that is that they can smell death, but not a breakup. No, not it someone says... else's breakup. The smell of time is said to indicate a place where a murder has taken place, just as a little side note. I mean, yeah. I mean, people do say that you can smell demons and stuff, but the same fishy pong. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. I'm not even against the idea of like a smell being associated with a ghost. But I don't think Laura's fishy pong is a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> also, whenever I've heard about it before, people say that they can smell it and it's multiple people in that place. And it'll be like a smell not, not just Laura's fishy pong. <laughs> <laughs> Smelling, she can smell spirit. And break-ups. So there it's we go. Spirits and breakups. Also, I don't know why it's titled No Place Like Home, because there's absolutely no reference to The Wizard of Oz or... <laughs> <laughs> the Fairy Card Mother. It was just a pun that had to, yeah. that had to get in there. So how, like, unbelievable do okay, you Okay, that, that is? was good. Right, I think I've got to give that one. made that's better than mine. I've got to say, my <laughs> one isn't as good. So. I thought you were gonna choose that, so I'll give that one a solid nine. A nine? Oh, we've got to a strong start. Yeah, that made me really laugh, and I know mine's not as, as strong as that one, because that just kept going. That that was the gift that kept giving. I just put some biscuits into my supermarket trolley when I turned around and spotted a six-foot angel Sorry. hovering above the ground. <laughs> Sorry, that escalated very <laughs> I know, it immediately hooks you in. So I'll reread like, that because I laughed. I think forget right. the biscuit part and just go straight to the angel. <laughs> okay. I just put some biscuits into my supermarket trolley (laughs) when I turned around and spotted a six-foot angel hovering above the ground. The young man standing next to the being had no idea that his guardian angel was by his side. Me? I wasn't shocked. Because I see these heavenly beings all the time. Go and see someone. (laughs) I nodded in acknowledgement to the angel. (laughs) It's the polite thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) And carried on with my weekly shop. That wasn't the only angel I saw that day. I spotted angels standing by the till operators, <laughs> hovering around other shoppers, and in the street when I was driving home. What are they doing? All watching her buy biscuits? I don't know. I don't know. But why did she tell us about the biscuits? <laughs> don't and say what time My favourite line. I nodded an acknowledgement to the angel. It's the polite thing to do. <laughs> of course it is. Who wouldn't? <laughs> okay, so the subtitle oh, There's Wondrous Beings. Okay. In fact, the world is full of angels, and they're not just attached to people. When I go for a walk, I see nature angels working with trees and water, bringing in loving energy to our wonderful planet. Sometimes I see huge angels, sometimes they're male, female or androgynous, and they are always beautiful. I first became aware of angels when I was small, and later on I saw them as orbs. But that wasn't, it wasn't until my 40s that they appeared to me as beautiful, transparent beings. This has happened her whole life. Why is no one <laughs> yeah. taking her to see someone? But yeah, do you know what's funny? If she has been seeing this all her life, why did she single out when she's putting biscuits in yeah. the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> the least interesting one. Like, tell me about the angel that's like letting trees grow. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, if that's yeah. real. Why the one that <laughs> saw you buy some hobnobs? Now I work with angels every day in my psychic readings and they help me when I'm healing clients. They guide me to work on a particular part of a client's body and send powerful healing energy. Angels are pure love and everyone can connect to the angelic realm. And this is a really lovely ending message. The special message they have for you is just be open and follow your wisdom into the light. Well, Aww. that's nice, but I don't... I feel like if you've seen <laughs> angels your whole life, you're right. The one that's the most interesting surely isn't the biscuit aisle one. yeah it's the one that you're using to heal people not supermarket surprise (laughs) yeah that's the least interesting part of it (laughs) that's where she set the scene if you genuinely can see angels and like how they work and where they are like that is profound like that is history changing (laughs) human history changing we don't care about the biscuits well, I do, to be fair. I know. I, I really love the biscuits. <laughs> I think she's trying to paint herself like normal. Like, anyone can see these angels and tap into the angelic realm. Even when you're in Tesco. <laughs> it's that opening line just hooks you in from the get-go. I wish her all the best. <laughs> in her angelic pursuits. How unbelievable is her supermarket surprise? In terms of <laughs> unbelievable rating, I mean, I don't even doubt that she's seeing stuff. <laughs> i do i do doubt that they are angels maybe i'm being too judgmental here but i reckon that's six is that fair a six yeah that's all right that's it wasn't as strong <laughs> as yours but, but i just love when she says they're transparent beings because i don't know how she's seeing them they're <laughs> like what <did> she see <laughs> Also, if they're so pure and benevolent, why does she feel that she has to nod in polite acknowledgement? Like, what will (laughs) happen if she doesn't? Full demon mode. Well, thank you, Emma. That was a lovely story with a a good message at the end. Actually, I'm going to boost you up to a seven because that did have a good message. So... How are you with money, Emma? I always remember you as being quite a flamboyant spender growing up. I was a bit rubbish. I mean, I once bought a pink furry phone at the age of nine. Oh, not... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like resent you for that though. That did not work. Yeah, I used to spend a lot, but I'm quite good now that I'm grown up. So, okay, this, maybe this doesn't apply to you, but maybe if anyone's listening, if you'd like some help on how to flush away debt, I've got some advice for you. Okay. Where's this from, by the way? Is this Chatter's Fate? This is Chatter's Fate, yeah. If you're struggling to meet demands and pay bills, try this technique and flush away debt for good. Okay, we're off to a strong start. Pop on the rubber gloves and give your toilet a good clean. (laughs) (laughs) As you do this, think about all the debts you've accrued and imagine having the cash to pay them off. Sprinkle (laughs) a pinch of black pepper into the toilet bowl, followed by a squirt of vinegar. (laughs) Both ingredients are associated with protection and can help you get rid of things you no longer want in your life. So, are you sort of on board at the moment? Dead. I mean, you lost me a bit with the sprinkling black pepper. Well, if you thought that was a bit much, the next piece of advice, so after you've sprinkled your black pepper and your vinegar and stuff in the toilet, what you need to do is chant the (laughs) following. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. into the depths and flushed away, my debts are vanquished from this day. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to repeat that for you? Yes, yes, yes. Into the depths and flushed away, my debts are vanquished from this day. Who <laughs> <laughs> so made this up? And then it says, to finish, flush the toilet. Add extra oomph to this spell by repeating the magical affirmation every time you flush the loo. (laughs) Every time. Continue to do this for at least four weeks while keeping your eyes open for money-making opportunities and you'll find you're able to pay what you owe with ease. So, (laughs) essentially, what you need to do is spend a month looking for a job, then if you happen to come into some money to pay off your debt, it's because you put pepper and vinegar and a chant down the toilet. (laughs) Every time you go to the toilet. (laughs) how much pepper and vinegar are you getting through (laughs) oh my god i mean if you live in a small like terraced flat like in london like a lot of people do you sort of hear what's going on with your neighbors if i could hear (laughs) my neighbor chanting that every time they went to the toilet i'd be very worried yeah imagine Uh. if you did like a random house shirt what was the chant again do it again into the depths and flushed away my debts are vanquished from this day (laughs) they're not imagine saying that in court when the people come to collect all your stuff the bailiffs come it's ridiculous it's a good story though that's some ways to flush away debt do you reckon you'll take this further and no (laughs) no i won't to be honest I mean I don't usually keep pepper and vinegar by the toilet anyway, but vinegar's actually good for cleaning the toilet. That's the only sort of foundation of this. <laughs> yes. yes, but also a clean toilet doesn't mean a rich bank account. That just, there's no correlation whatsoever. It means you're absolutely flush. Yeah, I hate whoever made that up. Someone got paid to write that article. <laughs> what do I oh I've got a rate it have now? What should I give it? Um it was extremely unbelievable, to be honest. <laughs> I don't believe one bloody word of it. So I'm gonna give that and eight so oh, okay you don't yeah that's a good, a good one but i'm sad that yeah, it's a good one it's gonna help with your debt <laughs> this one is the um the really pc headline of turning japanese <laughs> <laughs> Just like Sean Connery in Bond, okay? I, d- I don't know. Scarlett Johansson's playing the lead. If you spot someone with two or three wrinkles around the bottom of the neck, beware. They might just be a nukkubi. What? <laughs> a petrifying Japanese spirit which feeds on human flesh. At night, the Nuka... This is all one sentence, by the way. At night, the nukakubi's head leaves its body and flies away looking for someone to kill. On spotting its victim, the nuka Kubi's detached head lets out a scream, which paralyses its unfortunate prey. Then it feasts on the poor person's still warm body. Sorry, how there many is only cases one way... of this? <laughs> so this makes, there's only way to kill a nuka <laughs> There's only way? Not one way. There's only way to kill a nuka Kubi. You have to destroy, this is one sentence as well, so I'm going to read this and just let it sink in. There's only way to kill a nukakubi. You have to destroy its body as it lies there without a head, as this kills the head as well. <laughs> Phew. What? That's brilliant. Yeah. Wow. So the title has nothing to do turning Japanese. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's great. It's ridiculous. You have to destroy its body as it lies there without a head, as this kills the head as well. <laughs> Phew. Why does that sound like something you write at primary school? Literally, there's about three sentences for that whole thing. I feel safer knowing that I know how to tackle a what is it called? Anukaku. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I'm probably not. But a A Anukakumi. So yeah, no turn in Japanese, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, no turn in Japanese. Great. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, Mum. That's alright. I'm not discrediting that. That's like law. But I feel like the author doesn't have much experience himself or himself with that. I would like to know more about that as a a real story. Well, if you want to know more about that, then there was also a beheading section of different types of (laughs) myths about losing your head. So I had another one, but maybe I'll save that unless you want to hear it. Shall I read it? it? Yeah, go on. They had a whole beheading section for some reasons, but the Dullahan is a terrifying headless horseman from Irish folklore, a harbinger of death, he carries his head under one arm and holds a whip made from a human spine. <laughs> what? On his Sorry. rotting face. I <laughs> Can't just drop that in. On his rotting face, his hideous grin stretches from ear to ear. And if all of that wasn't horrific enough, his horse pulls a wagon made from human skin oh. with wheel spokes made from thigh bones lit with candles in skulls. <laughs> Catching a glimpse of the Dullahan is bad news as he will pluck out your eyes with a lash of his whip and then pour blood over you. (laughs) Why the pouring the blood? (laughs) Why is he marinating then, But if he stops his wagon near you, you're in even more trouble, as that means you're about to die. (laughs) Luckily, the Dullahan is terrified of gold, so throw a gold coin at him and he'll disappear, and you'll live to tell the tale. What? There's too much there? Yes. I really like the visuals of it, like... They didn't hold back on that. I know they're so descriptive. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I just don't really understand the place that this has in a gossip <laughs> chat. <bag. laughs> some light-hearted beheading. <laughs> you know, with your gossip. it's like they've got some young intern that just wants to get the beheadings. And <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed that. That's that's quite interesting. Um, is that so? Is that real folklore? I think, well, I mean, you never know with these magazines. They're, they're saying it's like real the, folklore, yeah. but turning Japanese was apparently also <laughs> real folklore. That might be, that is. I like that they're just going in fully confident. There's no presentation of, like, the historical sort of value that it has. It's mm-hmm. just, no, nope, that is that. There's no, there's no context for this or reason. <laughs> so is it. that literally it, that little section? <laughs> yeah, okay. that was it. There was a few. There was a few other beheading stories on the the double page spread like, of if beheadings. If that is a, but... something to be genuinely concerned about, I'd hope for a larger piece of like writing about it. <laughs> <laughs> Information. Public Health England. Not am Sending it out. Great. Yeah, I know. No, I Absolutely enjoyed that. Ridiculous. Thank you. Love a little, a little bit of a Enjoy. beheading to end up end an episode. <laughs> And I'd just like to point out that there were so many beheading stories to choose from across different magazines. And I don't why that's the trump of the chat the focus? Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, I, that is quite bizarre. It doesn't, you're right, it doesn't really fit in. Oh, <laughs> uh, great. No, thanks, Emma. Was... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an that's enjoyable right. listen. I hope everyone's enjoyed listening to episode one of Unbelievable. Oh, you haven't You haven't rated uh, oh, mine. So I was too eager to... <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap this up. <laughs> uh, you well, would I you quite lunch. like the historical ones, so I I feel like uh, I don't know. Okay, I I enjoyed it, but I don't think it's that unbelievable. What you do, you don't well, think the humans find wit Are whip? we are we judging whip. this based on the writer's contribution or the actual like <laughs> lore of it? No, I think it's just how much we enjoy it personally. Mm, I really enjoyed the aesthetic of it, so I think I'll give you a six <laughs> if that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've done, I've done really but bad I'll, this episode, haven't yeah. I? I'm not after the best one. <laughs> it's all right, you can pull it back next week. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You got me on the yeah, fishy, fishy pom. P- you just need one <laughs> from that. There really is no place like <laughs> home. I want to point out that the person who loses the series overall has to pay for Netflix. And so far, <laughs> Edward is paying. <laughs> So we're actually we've just set up some social media accounts if anyone would like to give us a follow. Um, so do you wanna say that Mella? You're probably better. Yeah, so it is Unbelievable Podcast on Instagram and our email is unbelievablepodcast at gmail.com. But our Twitter we couldn't we could secure the unbelievable podcast. So it's underscore unbelievable. If you give us a follow or if you email us with any commentary from what, what you've heard <laughs> or any articles that you see then uh, let us know and we might read it out but anyway thank you all for listening if you got this far <laughs> bye